0: Th presents movies that matter. We just got done recording about—I mean, I don't even know—maybe two hours of (laughs) just Megalon. Yeah, breaking down Shark Attack Three Megalodon. But we realized because we're both hammered at this point that we never told you guys to watch this movie before you listen. So. We do wanna
1: add this disclaimer. Yeah, this is gonna be the start of the podcast. You gotta you need to watch this movie before our introduction, you need to watch this movie and then come back to the the podcast and then listen to it. Yeah. If that made any sense. Yeah.
0: Basically, this movie has so many great things that if you watch it without knowing what's going on, it's gonna blow your mind. So yeah. Before we, we tell you what happens, you need to watch the movie yourself. It's on Amazon Prime. It's
1: free on Amazon yeah. Prime. And if you have a problem with it, reach out to me or Buck. We both have Amazon Prime. We have millions of dollars. It's, we, we can make it happen.
0: Yeah, we can hook you up. So so go watch the movie and then listen to our breakdown. Yeah. Should we cheers
1: them and do a shot right now?
0: Yeah, let's do a shot for watching uh, Shark Attack 3. All right.
1: Cheers to Shark Attack 3.
0: what's up everybody it's me it's me it's the
1: j-a-t-double-b as always i'm here with my co-host superstar james starring here the guy that makes the ladies scream until they cream
0: so much creaming we are back again episode i think
1: five of our new show damn has it already been that long would you say this show would be some jurassic creaming yeah this show is pretty (laughs) Prehistoric
0: creaming. This show is wired creaming. Creaming before there were semen. Yeah. I mean, this is an episode we're both excited about. Um, man, if <laughs> you don't want to be scared about Corona, watch this movie. Yeah, that. absolutely. Um, but yes, Corona, we are uh, almost back to normal, or some states are talking about getting back to normal. How do you feel about everything going on?
1: Um, Colorado's still pretty chill right now. Um, our stay at home, I think is supposed to end, I think May 8th or 11th or something coming up here soon. I think it's the 8th. Um, you know, they might extend that, you know, who knows? Um, they just extended to go alcohol for the rest of the month of May. So I think they'll start like opening some things back up. I mean, people are already acting like it's just yeah we're at Disneyland they're just running around doing everything yeah I know
0: down here like you know everyone talks about Florida in the news but they haven't opened stuff up in where I live it, like in my city I think in Miami County like Dade County they are but I haven't seen anything where I am but I would say most of the people I know down here are like over it and not even worried about it anymore
1: yeah I think I went, it's to, like... a, I went
0: to a barbecue at my friend's house yesterday and there was like 13 people there so
1: <laughs> so you guys are dead I mean just because of your building yeah yeah that's I don't know I mean eventually you gotta rip that bandaid off but I think uh, I don't know eventually you gotta
0: live your life that's what I said yeah and I but think I, will that, say, I am like the one guy who's always been like oh fuck this man I'm not worried about it but I have really bad allergies I'm allergic to everything and I was having an allergy attack the other day and I took my temperature, like, five times. Because, <laughs> like, the way I sleep was my mouth wide open, sometimes I'll wake up with a sore throat from allergies and shit, and I thought I was dying. Is it from the allergies, or? It might be from sucking dick. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, either way, it's not Corona. I know that. I'm good. I took a Claritin, and I was fine, but I did have a scared, like, two minutes where I thought it was over. I was about to start mailing you my wrestling collection.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, obviously, you're already written in my will for my wrestling collection, just so you know. Like, it states anything that has to do with wrestling at all, you get to decide what happens to it. Yeah.
0: So, no, you that, what I mean, not, that's, what, that's what I told everybody. It's like yeah. Jamie gets all my wrestling
1: stuff and whatever else I'm not really worried about. Yeah, I don't care about most of my – Nick and Sabe deal with my Nintendo shit. And you get all my wrestling stuff. And that's pretty much, I don't give a fuck about anything else. That includes shirts, underwear, everything. Yeah, I probably have 200 wrestling shirts. At least. And they fit me pretty
0: good, so. Yeah, we're about the same size, even though I'm like eight inches taller.
1: <laughs> I would say eight inches wider around the neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Well, what else have you been doing besides going to thousand-person barbecues?
0: That's it really I had a panic attack that I thought I had corona and then I went to duty the next day I thought I killed everybody yeah but now we're we're going back to the normal work schedule in a week or two I think so uh yeah I think it's starting to get back to normal a little bit I I need to get back to normal cuz I'm just getting fat I I just yeah. stuff sitting at the house all day
1: Yeah I think this might be uh my last night drinking for a couple of weeks actually, uh, or at least try. I'm going to start some, uh, new workout stuff tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to probably get, I, I don't know if I've been talking to roadkill a lot more. I don't know if I told you that. Have you heard from him at all during all this? No, I got one message from him, but you know, he's, he's so off the grid that it don't really affect him. No, there's no way Corona would, he would headbutt Corona. Yeah. Um, but I've been talking to him a little bit. He's kind of giving me some pointers, and I'm going to try to get back into some good shape. Uh, I hear he's in best shape of his life. Um, but I did ask him if he wanted to come on the show, and he said he'd be happy to. Uh, he wanted you to pick what the movie for him, so he he wanted to come talk – he didn't necessarily really want to talk about the movies, but just kind of talk about what's going on in the world. Like kind of like a address the world type thing. Cause he hasn't been, I mean, outside of talking to some of us, he's been pretty quiet the last year or so.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can have him on for an interview soon. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was supposed to be at the newest WrestleCon, but that was canceled. So I, I don't know. There's been his first appearance in a couple of years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, the world moves on, and we are covering tonight um, one of our favorite movies, and um, hopefully one of yours. If you want to watch this movie, you can get it on Amazon Prime, but it is Shark Attack 3 Megalodon. (laughs) It is amazing if you've never seen it. Um, We are drinking uh, many adult beverages in celebration of this movie. Yeah, it's really the only way to celebrate it. And this is a a movie that we discovered many, many years ago. God, probably like 15 years ago, almost now. What year is it? 2020? I bet you it was even... I mean, it's 2003
1: this movie came out, right? Yeah, I bet that's when we watched it was 2003. Yeah. And uh, we... No, uh, it came out in 2002. So I bet we watched it in 2002 right before I went to uh,
0: college again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I joined the Coast
0: Guard in like 2005, so. Yeah. It was before that because I I do remember, I don't know where we were, but we came home to your house in McKaysville where we ended many a nights and uh, sat in the living room and put on a movie late at night, and it just blew us away.
1: Yeah, this was, I mean, it was one of the best creature features we had seen up until that point. There's nothing like
0: watching it for the first time. Because nothing. There's so many lines and scenes that hit you. <laughs> um, and, and there's nothing better than watching it with someone else who's watching it for the first time.
1: Absolutely. Both of those things are amazing. I mean, there's so many things that happen in this movie that are beyond belief. Um, it just blows your mind. I mean, I think we laughed so hard we woke Sabe up.
0: Yeah, the first time we'll get to this, the exact scene. We'll let you know the exact scene. But the the first time we watched this, we we were laughing so hard that we woke uh, Jamie's little brother up
1: out of bed, and he watched the end of the movie with us. And and if anybody knows him, waking him up nightmare is it is a goddamn nightmare. He's a piece of shit when he's asleep.
0: Oh, he's the worst person ever. And he'll sleep wherever like he'll sleep on a couch that like people are trying to hang out in and get mad that he can't sleep there. He'll sleep wherever he wants, when he wants, and he's unwake upable. Yeah. But he woke up to us laughing so hard at this movie and he he started laughing and just watched the end of it with us.
1: <laughs> and yeah, this is this was a movie that you made famous in college, right? Yeah, absolutely. I I rented this movie. I had like $120 of fees on this movie because I rented it in the dorm, in one of my dorms, and it just got passed down from room to room. Everybody watched it, and then turns out it got passed through two other dorms. I never saw it again. Um, And I actually erased the late charges from my account when I started at Blockbuster. (laughs) And (laughs) It probably caused them to go under. It probably is still going around. I bet that movie's still been going around in those dorms. Like, somebody's got it. Um, But I'm glad I was able to introduce this movie to thousands of people. Yeah, a lot of people would say that
0: you wasted nine years of your life going to college, but at least you were able to leave this legacy.
1: Yeah, and I mean, handing off this movie to thousands of people, I mean, they needed to see it. Oh, it's, I mean, there's such a joy
0: to show somebody this movie for the first time and just see their reaction to certain scenes. Absolutely. And this basically is two movies in one. (laughs) Well, they definitely (laughs) recorded the audio two or three times. I know that. (laughs) I don't think any, any line in this movie is original audio. No, it's not. Everything's dubbed over. Yeah. Every (laughs) single thing is dubbed over. Which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get right into it. Um Shark Attack Three. So, this is well. First, I want to read the description of this movie off of Wikipedia. This is how they describe it, like a like the summary. Okay. When two researchers discover a colossal shark's tooth off the Mexican coast, their worst fears surface. Which that's not even true. There's not two researchers.
1: The most menacing
0: beasts to ever. Rule the waters, Megalodon is still alive and mercilessly feeding on anything that crosses its path. The film is also notable because certain clips from it have become popular internet memes due to the unconvincing special effects, size changing shark, and bizarre dialogue.
1: I think I should read stuff from here on out on the podcast. You sound like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> there's a lot of big words in that. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So the description of the movie is actually has nothing to do with the movie. No, there's not two researchers, which and a colossal
0: it. tooth. I, I, there's this is hilarious. That's not even the first tooth they found, and also no, he's not really mercilessly feeding on anything. No, he's not. Not like, but I, I mean, he's ne- the the and also size changing shark isn't even really accurate because there's multiple sharks. Yeah, and it's like. There's a lot of different things. This doesn't even make any sense. No. So we're going to do a better job of describing it to you. Um, It opens up. There's some divers under the water. The SS Bountress in the Pacific Ocean is uh, out there. Challenger Deep Trench. They're building a – I'm still not 100% sure how to describe what this company does, but they're basically building, like, fiber optic cables to connect the whole world together.
1: Yeah, they are linking fiber optic cables across the ocean. Right. Um I'm not sure how they're going to go over the trench or that cable is just going to chill. Um but right now it's running beside it and they have we have underwater welders um down at I forget how deep they were, but it
0: was pretty it was pretty deep. Well, it was hilarious because the guy who comes into the substation who which, this is the first hilarious dub over. But yeah, he uh, he, sw- he has a cigar in his mouth that isn't lit. You're talking about fake John Reno. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <And> he goes. <laughs> he goes. What's the holdup, man? What's taking so long? And his workers go, Well, man, it took six hours for them to pressurize, which could you imagine? Yeah. And then two hours for them to get huh. on scene. So these guys have been underwater for eight hours. They haven't even started working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. um yeah, I don't know what they're working on exactly. I think the big box,
1: but um, yeah, they're they're welding something on a deal that helps a hickey for a cable, yeah, for world world connection. So basically, as this guy's welding, they have a
0: radar system under there for some reason, and um, yeah, sonar. Yeah, they're like, hey, there's a target coming your way. Like, there's no way a target should be alive like this. This like uh, deep. And why is it a target? And why do they even have a
1: radar? Like, why are they scared of targets down there? Well, I think they proved it later on in the movie. They had the sonar out. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it later. Anyways, they have a contact, and it's, like, speeding towards them.
0: And the guy just isn't even stopping welding. Like, he's he's basically ignoring all the radio calls. And, well, it took him eight hours to get there. Yeah. And so he's got to get that shit done. He's, uh, he's over it. And so basically the shark just runs up on him and eats him. And that's how you start the movie. And then um, it says six months later, we're in Mexico. We meet the star of this movie, Ben Carpenter is the character's name. He's uh, getting some coffee from this waitress. Every chick in this movie just like gr- grunts at people like, mm, ooh, yeah. Ooh, mm. Literally, there's probably a thousand chicks in this movie, and that's a thousand woods. Yeah, and, yeah, and they're all—that's the noises they all make. They're just like, mm, okay, mm, mm. like everyone in this movie is the horniest people you've ever seen. <laughs> and um, <laughs>
1: so he goes, they, it is literally on a beach in Mexico. Yeah,
0: he goes, he goes over to his friend who's like about to rape this girl. Uh, he's got his eyes on a female in the pool. And, uh, he's like, yeah, go get it. And, uh, we go to the beach and there's just topless girls everywhere. Tits everywhere. Yeah,
1: That's when that guy jumps in the pool and goes, Hey, here comes El Guapo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> comes- which I don't know. I, I, I'm an expert in Spanish. Um, and that means here comes the handsome, <laughs> uh, or, <laughs> no, it, it's, uh, it's the male, the, uh, Masculine version of handsome in Spanish. So, yeah, I think I got, I'll translate all the Spanish in this movie. Don't worry. I've got it taken care of. Appreciate it. The, uh, (laughs) I think that, uh, every
0: time I jump in a pool, I'm going to start saying that. Here comes a guapo. I'm just going to say, here comes the handsome. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so there's just all these naked girls on the beach with, by the way, a bunch of little kids playing like next to all these titties yeah um
1: well i mean they're in they're in mexico and i think it's Kalina, mexico and you know how they are that down there with the nudity and it's just a lot of fun down there so even you can come of age a little early yeah so ben ben carpenter and his buddy are basically
0: they patrol the beaches and keep everyone safe um so they're out on this boat patrolling and he's like man i want to go catch some lobster
1: just that's what they want for dinner. Yeah.
0: So he's like, I, I found a new lobster spot. Let's go check it out. And his friend's like, Man, we're gonna get in trouble. Why do I let you talk to, talk me into this kind of stuff? And he goes, Because you're my bitch. Yeah, you're my bitch. He starts dying laughing. <laughs> they and both my... start dying laughing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're best friends. Yeah, they're best friends. They patrol. I'm not real sure what his job is actually. Um, is he like he's like security for the resort. But yeah, he's like, like beach security for the resort. Him and his friend Elias, and Dan Carpenter. You know he's played by John Barrowman, who plays Captain Jack. He's this guy's a famous actor in this movie. He plays Captain Jack in Doctor Who, a huge character, the face of Bo. Spoiler.
0: He. Uh, they are like security for the beach, but only for like animals. Like they're not security for people.
1: It's no. like making they sharks
0: aren't out or stuff like that. What else is there on the what? El, what
1: other animals are there you have to worry about at the beach? I don't know. It sounds like the easiest job of all time until this. It part, looked. But. It looked like the easiest job at all time for thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. Then it was the hardest job I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs>
0: but
1: then we have so
0: um, it, it goes to this boat out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and this old old man is trying to reel in a swordfish. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> there is a guy who I guess is like the guide and he is just like straight up trying to bang this chick right in front. Of I mean he's
1: banging this chick right by Like she is guy.
0: ripping his pants off. They're making out and like the guy is just like not even paying attention. He's trying to reel in a swordfish and all of a sudden the shark rolls up and uh, <laughs> it bites the swordfish in half so the old man rolls the swordfish up and it's just like half of a swordfish and the old man just goes, ah, 30 years.
1: <laughs> so I took this scene as cl- a classic, I don't know, a classic English. Uh, this is basically Old Man and the Sea. It's, it is. <laughs> He's been trying to catch a swordfish for 30 years? Yeah, it's Ernest Hemingway. Um, I don't know if you've read Hemingway. Um, but it's about an experienced fisherman who caught a large marlin and was trying to head home with it and the sharks ate it the fish ate the they ate the marlin and he didn't make it home. It a home with the skeleton This is basically old man in the sea and the footage that they showed from the marlin jumping out of the water had to have been from the eighties <laughs> yeah, it is the oldest footage of all time it's the all first the, time somebody ever saw
0: footage of sharks and the swordfish and, like, all this marine stuff is, like, the oldest footage of all time. I'm talking about original National Geographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this. What are you, like what are you shit? drinking on right now? Uh, I'm sick with, man, it was Dwayne Johnson's birthday yesterday, so I'm still drinking that Taramana And uh, It was whose? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. And, so uh, you're drinking his
1: tequila? Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. I need to get some. Ooh, I got four bottles here. Damn, where'd you get it from? Liquor store?
0: Total Wine. You can actually uh, get on Terramana's website and put your zip code in,
1: and they'll tell you where they sell it close to you. I should just go buy a case. Actually, I'm going to start carrying it in my shops. Yeah, it's it's a it's
0: really really good tequila. Like all joking aside. Um, how much is it a bottle? I don't even know. I think thirty something dollars. Hmm. It's good though. But yeah. So yeah. Um, anyway sorry about that yeah so
1: old man in the sea
0: (laughs) and so Ben is lobster diving and he goes under and he finds these cables and he's like sees that it's ripped open and he finds this huge shark's tooth in the cable and then as he's doing this these two other divers just jump up on him just show up out of nowhere and it's playing basically the music from Jaws like he's about to have to fight the shark yeah And they all come up to the top and they're like, What the hell are you doing here? You know, you need to stay away from these cables. Like these are like you know, hot like they're active, like you could die. And he's like, Sorry man, I had to catch my dinner.
1: And Yeah, just catching his dinner and that might have been the cable that from Jaws two. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Jaws Two, but it was the same cable from Jaws Two, probably. Yeah, it's probably the same footage. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: They uh so he goes home with his tooth and he's like on a he's on like some kind of marine biology website and he's trying to like find what kind of shark has this tooth and then he takes his camera and takes <laughs> a picture of the tooth and it instantly shows up on his screen um which is very advanced for 2002 so hats off to him. I mean, yeah, that technology is great on that um
1: patrol boat salary. Yeah, he's a he's a great researcher. Yeah. He and he types in mystery shark tooth. <laughs> yeah. He puts it on like
0: a message board, which is incredible. And, yeah. and then we go to, um, it says San Diego. There's this, uh, like historic museum in San Diego. And we meet, uh, the, the female lead in this movie, Catalina stone. And, uh, would. Oh yeah, definitely would. And, uh, he, uh, She's, like, just creeping around in this dark museum, and the security guard comes up on her. I actually recorded the audio of this because it was so hilarious.
1: Which, the security guard
0: had the biggest flashlight I've ever seen, so
1: how he scared her, I have no idea. also, if she works there, why was she just, like, going around in the dark? I don't don't know. She's just just checking out, you know,
0: bones and shit. Yeah, but I'm going to play this audio for you guys real quick because I found this conversation hilarious, and then we'll discuss it.
1: Sorry, Miss Stone. Good evening, Todd. Working late again? Uh, as usual. (laughs) You've been running around nonstop all day. Why don't you take a break? Oh, I have so much to do. I have to catalog all this stuff and get it down to the prep area. Mine has been waiting 65 million years. I think she can wait a half hour. Why'd you grab a sandwich? (laughs) No, thanks. You're always too kind. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.
0: Bye. Okay, so that's what you just heard was the dialogue for um, Catstone, the security guard. And that security guard, I don't know if he's having a stroke or what's wrong with him. But, I mean, some of the worst acting of all time. Also, (laughs) they they dubbed the audio over, so they, they redid this and kept that audio.
1: They kept that audio, and I think they're just big fans of Pet Cemetery. <laughs> it sounds like the guy, you don't go bury that boy over there in that cemetery now. You go, you can't go over in that cemetery now. Like nobody,
0: that's it, I mean, nobody had a rougher time with his lines than this guy. No, he was.
1: You worked you know, so hard. Take a break. Maybe eat a sandwich <laughs> or whatever. I mean, that was his first acting gig. He really is. the. So honestly, what happened was they were filming that in a museum. And they didn't ask the museum. That security guard actually scared her. And he thought she was working. And he didn't realize they were filming. That's who that was. It's just a 90-year-old guy. So that could have been just real life right there. Yeah, and he's just because she's so hot, he got nervous. He got nervous. You know, he might have he might've got him a little trucker going on first time in 20, 30 years. Cause she, you know, she's a wood. So, uh, yeah. So yeah. So she, and they also kissed
0: on the cheek when they walked yeah. away from the show, which is hilarious. And they, um, she goes to her desk and she sees the post that Ben Carpenter put about the tooth and she freaks out. Cause she recognizes it immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And then uh, we go. Ben's with his boss, who is Mr. Ruiz, who's like one of the worst actors of all time as well. <laughs> you can
1: barely understand what this guy says. You can't even understand. And then he's with. Not only is he with the boss, his boss, he's with that. He's with the main bad guy. Yeah, I don't know the, his name. I can never get his name. It's like Ollie or I, Oli.
0: I couldn't get. I can't understand his name either. But he's like the apex is the company of the Fiber Optic cables and so he's like the leader of, like he runs apex yeah he's and the so shareholder the main chair he's sitting down with this apex guy with the cables and the resort owner and the resort owner mr Reese, has his chick there and he like can't keep his hands off this girl during this meeting during a serious meeting and she's <laughs> <cheese laughs> a yeah. wood for sure yeah and like they're talking about the you know how he found the cable and the shark's tooth and everything, and then
1: um, so we we cut to a scene.
0: Well, well they, this scene's
1: incredible. Well, this scene's. They get mad at first, like they're like talking about sharks and and uh, Captain Jack Ben. He goes, "Well, you know shark. You know how sharks are always biting things, and like kind of <laughs>, laughs. laughs, like you know how they are." <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a great line. And so we cut to on the beach. Yeah. And uh the the guy from earlier, Ben's friend at the pool, mm-hmm. there's a Mac Daddy, El Guapo. Yeah. He, uh he's with his chick and they're <laughs> they're just going at it, man. They're making out hardcore. And it's like a private beach, it's just them and like she she gets naked, so he gets naked, they jump in the water and she's like, Hey, you know, don't swim out so far, you don't know what's out there. Starts like Yeah, his exact line he grabs her and goes, What? Are you afraid that something's gonna swim up and bite your culo? <laughs> Does he say culo or kudo? Culo, I thought it was culo. Well you know Spanish. What's Spanish for pussy?
1: <laughs> I think it's uh I don't know. What the fuck is Spanish for pussy? I guess culo, but any so he says that
0: to her and then he just grabs her and starts sucking on her titties.
1: They start boning in the water. Are oh, he says... Oh, cono. Cono uh, is Spanish for pussy. That's right. Sorry, I had to think about that for a minute. Yeah, so...
0: Yeah, so he just starts sucking our titties in the water. And the shark swims up. And they make it seem that, like, the shark's swimming after
1: them. Well, at first they show the the Megalodon. And then it switches scenes. And I was like, wait a minute, because I know I consider myself a minor shark expert. I immediately knew it was a tiger shark that was swimming, too. So go ahead. Well, they showed the shark
0: first, and then, like, the chick is instantly out of the water. But the guy is still in the water. And they make it seem that, like, because he's, like, looking, like, out. And it makes it seem that like the shark's, like, coming right at him. But it the makes it seem like it's nowhere near him. Yeah, but the shark's nowhere near him. The shark is that cause Then it shows the shark bite
1: into something, but it's not that guy. No, it, like it's a weird scene. So basically what happens is a tiger shark. It shows the megalodon swimming, and then it shows the snout of a tiger shark. This is how good I am at sharks. I knew immediately it was a tiger shark from the snout. Bite a seal. And then you think it starts thrashing the water, and then you think a shark's eating that guy, and then the Megalodon bites the tiger shark in half. Yeah, I didn't even get that. It was a seal. Yeah, it was a seal that the tiger shark was eating, which I guess the seal was just chilling right by them fucking, right by our Kono.
0: Just watching. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's hilarious, and then so they call like the beach patrol and stuff, and they have like half of a shark out on the beach and Ben's looking at the shark and cat stone just walks up and she's like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm looking for Ben Carpenter. And Ben's like, yeah, that's me. She's like, you know, I saw your tooth online. How <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> <kind of> hilarious would <laughs> that be? A girl came up to you and said that. Yeah, hilarious. And uh, she's like, I think it's a subspecies of a mako shark.
1: No, no uh, danger at all.
0: No, she's like, it's fine. I just want to see where it is for research purposes. I'm, she says, I'm a marine biologist. And Which, uh, if he would have
1: known anything about sharks, the subspecies of mako, like that's not a thing.
0: Yeah. And she was like, she has to bite the tooth. He just gives it to her. He's macking on her. And uh, they immediately want to bang. Yeah, you can tell right away. And uh, like in real life. In real life,
1: absolutely. It's Captain Jack from Doctor Who. He bangs.
0: Yeah. So she calls home, and she's like, hey, get a camera crew down here. Like, this is legit. It's going down. And uh, we cut to this party. It's one of the weirdest parties I've ever seen. There's, like, this old band playing. At the Tiki it's Bar. Like, it's, like a, it's like an all-girl punk rock band. There's, like, fire dancers. And it's, yeah, outside of a Tiki Bar, but the band's playing inside. And then there's two, like, punk kids who are, like, climbing over this fence
1: for a water slide. Yeah, they get on this water slide. Well, they don't they make out fall on it? Well, my favorite part is that the girl jumps over
0: the fence first, and then they make out through the fence. Yeah, they do. Well, you got to get a little sugar before you jump over the fence. <laughs> yeah. So, then he jumps over the fence, and then, yeah, they're, like, laying down on the slide making out and all of a sudden they just start falling. And I,
1: Whoa. They just, don't,
0: what well, they don't stop making out. They're making out the whole way down. And they
1: are sliding into the ocean at yeah. night.
0: Yeah. And so
1: they get into the ocean and they immediately get eaten. And then I'm it not just talking shows- about immediately get eaten. Hang on. We got to talk. So the okay. moment they hit the water, that shark eats them.
0: Yeah,
1: like he's like, not even like they didn't even know they were in the ocean, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like the the, shark like, was just chilling at the bottom of the slide, waiting for somebody to come down. Like on. it was like, oh shit, a water slide. Let me just chill here and up oh, here they come. You know what I mean? Like, like the shark was watching the whole thing. Like it was popping its head out of the water and it knew what was happening.
0: I mean, it ate them immediately. There was
1: no, there's not even a second. They hadn't been in the water in a second. And And when the shark eats people, when it gets close to people, it growls like a grizzly bear, which I guess could be true. We've never met a megalodon, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they, they probably know what water slides are. They probably do. I mean, there was probably tons of water slides in the Jurassic era. So, but the weirdest part about this scene is the, the kids fall, they get
0: eaten, and then there's this girl <laughs> in the mask watching, and she just takes her mask off and stares out the ocean, and they cut away. And nothing ever happens of it. She yeah, just, it's just a girl. She's wearing a mask for no reason. It's
1: like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah, but uh, that's maybe that's what they get those meddling. They shouldn't have jumped the fence. So she knows. Maybe she knew it was there. Yeah, maybe. Um, so it, we
0: cut to 5 a.m. at Apex Communications, which I said is the, you know, the company that runs this this cable. Uh, a, this huge alarm goes off in this, like, office. And these two tech guys are working, and they're like, oh, shit. And they're like, uh, uh, you know, something's happened. Like, you know, and the phone just starts ringing, and... They're freaking out, and the one guy's like, "You can't answer the phone." He's like, "No, I don't want to answer." Like, they're scared to death. Finally, after like two minutes, they answer it, and it's the main boss, yeah, like the weirdest dude ever. Which, by the way, we haven't mentioned about this guy. He's like this old, like Russian dude or something. But he, the every time he talks, the the audio doesn't match his lips, and you can tell it's a di- totally different person's
1: voice. It's a completely different person's voice. He looks like Ernest Borgnine, but he I, I don't know what he sounds like. It's just it doesn't it's make. It's like it
0: those great. old it's like those old uh kung fu movies where like the Chinese guys are talking and then there's just dubbed audio over and it doesn't match the lips at all.
1: Yeah, it's like watching Japanese people scream about Godzilla's coming. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, know what really I mean? Is. You see the and mouth then, move and then Godzilla
0: is coming. But that boss is in his office at five in the morning
1: in a full <laughs> suit. I mean, to be an entrepreneur as he is, you wake up early. I mean, you got an Early bird gets the worm, bud. And he
0: is freaking out about this alarm. He's like, "What the hell's going on? Like, get it, get it back up." That's what I pay you guys for. Like, he's a real asshole.
1: He calls them code monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh they call Chuck, who is one of the baddest guys ever. Honestly, Chuck could fit in in any movie. Do you do yeah, agree? He's unbelievable. Yeah,
0: Incredible. Chuck is like a. Chuck is like a diver. He runs this little submarine, uh, ex-Navy SEAL, um, just badass dude. He's going to go check out the cable. Um, He's at the the submarine. It's like a mini submarine, yellow submarine, like a Beatles song. Yeah, I mean, this
1: submarine, there's no way it fits more than one person. No, it's so... And it's he's like getting ready to go
0: and Ben walks up and he's like, Chuck, you know, when are you gonna let me drive this thing? Chuck's like, I gotta pass a driving test first and, and Chuck's partner's like, Are you did you really let him drive this before? And and Chuck's like just staring out to nothing and just goes, It's got good instincts. Kid's got good instincts. Yeah. It's gonna be a hell of a submarineist
1: someday. <laughs> Which, like,
0: this guy, is he want to be a submariner?
1: No, he doesn't want to be a submariner at all. But is a submariner a job in 2002? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a job. Is it? I mean, there's probably like 10, 10 submariners, right? Like, I mean, that, that, I mean, also, like, what is Chuck's job? I, I don't know what Chuck's job is. He doesn't do any – Chuck just hangs at like, Chuck's just but. making sure wh- wherever Chuck is, he's just making sure shit is right, dude.
0: I laughed so hard when he said he's gonna make a hell of
1: a submariner someday because I was like, "What does
0: that even mean? He's gonna make a hell
1: of a submariner one day." But I mean, this I've dude is like thirty eight
0: years old and he patrols boats for a resort. I don't think he's trying to be a submariner.
1: Absolutely not. If he was trying to be a submariner, he would be in the navy, I guess. Yeah, but I'm not really sure what. Chuck is talking about, but he's excited about passing the torch. And I've been saying this to people. Anytime I think somebody's going to do good at their job, I just go, yeah, he's going to be held a submariner one day. <laughs> um, I used to tell people that, like, that were running the kitchen at one of my old bars in Fort Collins, I'd just walk up to them and be like, kid, you'll be held a submariner one day. And I'd just walk off. And they would God, not know what's you going. know what? Those kids might be submariners now. I know, they could be. And... That means there'll be 13 submariners in the world. I'm not real sure what is going on at this point.
0: (laughs) I have no idea what Chuck's job is, like what he does for this cable company, but he's a submarinist and he's like the baddest dude of all time.
1: Yeah, he's Uh an incredible Navy
0: guy. At this point, the two camera guys that Cat Stone called are in town. So they roll up on the beach and these two guys are, I mean, everyone in this movie is super horny. These two guys are the horniest guys of all time. Of they, all time. Like, they're, they're driving to the beach, and you can hear them in the car, and they're just like, oh, God, look at all these girls. Oh, God, guy, Like, they're just freaking out. Basically, then,
1: this movie takes place the day that COVID is lifted. Yeah. It's like spring That's break. how horny. That's how everybody's is, horny. Everybody. Yeah. These
0: guys are just like, oh, my God, look at all these girls. And then uh, they get out of the car, and they're just both staring at the girl's ass.
1: Yeah, she's like, they she's like I'm gonna
0: go get the boat, and they're just like, oh god, oh god, like literally, that's what they're like. The audio is they're both yeah. just going, ooh, 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 uh, uh. oh, oh, <laughs> shows her butt, <laughs> and she just, she just turns around and goes, I know you guys were looking at my ass, like she just knew, probably from them just moaning and groaning. I would say as loud as they were moaning and groaning, she knew immediately when you know, yeah. And this is where I want to play another hilarious audio clip. <laughs> uh, after she walks away, they have a conversation with each other, and I found it to be amazing. Yeah, one of the great
1: – it's a conversation that changed my life.
0: Yeah, so we're going to play that right now.
1: Davis, you like anything with a pair of tits, man. That's true. It is. But you're the ass man, remember? And you do anything for that ass. an A-right, man. <laughs> Come on.
0: Okay, so, I mean, this is the
1: greatest line ever. <laughs> you,
0: you're the ass man. You do anything for that
1: ass, yeah. fucking a right, man. <laughs> uh, this line changed my life because he looks at him. He goes, "I know you're a man, like likes tits." He goes, it'd "Be you, you're an ass man, and do anything for that ass." And then fucking a right, I'd never heard fucking a right before until that. Movie. <laughs> this movie uses fuck a lot. And it uses it in the middle of, wo- like, it puts three words together all the time, and fuck is in the middle all the time. Like, bull fucking shit, no fucking way, like, it's, this movie is amazing. And fucking a right changed my life. Also, if you want me to translate a little Spanish, when they first pulled up, dude says something, he goes, poor K. Uh, that's why in Spanish, just so you guys know. Oh, listen to this
0: genius, absolute uh, genius! Yeah, well, you can't if you when you watch the movie and they're doing this after he says fucking ain't right, they do a double-handed high-five. double handed high five, double high
1: five, which I did in college for two straight years. <laughs> when we when I showed this movie to, to my college, basically all like 30,000 students in my college. Uh, all we did was walk around and say "fucking a ride" and double high
0: five. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's
1: a. I when I watched that movie today, I I rewinded that scene about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
0: <I did> <laughs> it was so incredible, dude. Because he immediately, that guy goes, "He would do any." Like he's so serious, and he about knows it. it. He, would, he knows yeah, he would he, do anything yeah, for that ass. You would do. It. Like he gets excited. He's like, "Man, you would do anything for that ass," and immediately he goes, "Fucking a right Yeah, and a double high five. <laughs> Because they know, Uh,
1: both of them know that he's the ass man.
0: Oh, incredible. So, yeah, they they get on the boat with Kat, and he's, like, got this, like, pencil camera, and he's just recording her ass.
1: Just in the middle of the ocean, and they're looking for a
0: Megalodon. Yeah, like, she's got them down there for Megalodon, he's down there for pussy. Like,
1: these guys don't care about sharks, they just want pussy. All They, they care, they don't even... They they they're just there. Then they're talking about how size matters.
0: Yeah, because they're because it's a little tiny pencil camera. He's like, you'd be amazed what this thing can do. And she's like, ah, it's a little too small for me, or something like that. Um, but so they they track the shark. Yeah, they're chumming they throw, everywhere. Yeah, they throw a bunch of chum out to get the shark over there. Um, as they're waiting for something to happen, like she's reading a the magazine. They're both asleep. the shark just rams the boat. Just attacks the boat out of nowhere. This happens a lot during this movie later on, but when these sharks ram these boats, it's like uh, a torpedo hits it. I mean, it knocks it out of the water. Yeah, these people go flying (laughs) everywhere. They're like, oh, we got it, we got it. And so they, they get their camera out. She's got the smallest camera you've ever seen. Taking like Polaroids of it. <laughs> yeah, the one guy has a full like the camera we used to use in your basement to record our wrestling. Oh yeah, the
1: the uh, over the shoulder cam. Yeah, like the old school, <laughs> the the school camera where you put a VHS VHS tape in it and record it. Yeah, like the the whole tape
0: fits in. <laughs> yeah, the whole tape does. And he's recording the shark, and they get him out. He's like, man, I need to get lower. I need to get down. So they like hook him and he just goes to the side of the boat and he's recording this and the shark they have like a half of a fish hanging or something and the shark jumps out to to eat the fish and he records it and like as soon as he gets the shot he just freaks out. He he's goes, "Unfucking believable." Yeah, there there you go. There's another fucking in the middle of a couple of Yes. Months. They're so excited about this, and as they're like celebrating, the shark just bites off like half of the back of the boat. Freaks them out a little bit. Yeah, they get scared, but she like gets out and rips the tooth out so she can match the tooth up. And uh, she's like, "We need to tag this thing." So she gets like a harpoon
1: and like just stabs it. Like it comes right next to the boat, and she just easily stabs it. Yeah, she nails it. Perfect. I mean, as a person, I'm talking about like. The, the way she does it
0: is like how you put a fork to a piece of meat you're about
1: to eat, like she does easiest thing of all time, dude. just
0: finesse.
1: um yeah, a lot of experience in that tagging department, yeah, so at this
0: point, they show a guy on the beach he's playing with his dog and he throws a frisbee out, but I think dogs can sense sharks, so the dog's not going out there,
1: yeah, I mean, and, the dog can't so mind you. They tag the shark in the middle of the ocean, and there's no passage of time. It immediately switches to the beach. So the shark got to the beach immediately. Yeah, and the guy throws a Frisbee
0: out in the water. The dog doesn't go, so the guy has to go get it, and he's out there, and the dog starts barking, and all of a sudden that shark just eats his, his arm off, eats his leg off. Eats a whole guy out. Just Yeah.
1: The and easiest so they- thing the
0: shark's ever done. So, yeah, so Ben goes to Cat's to hotel
1: room. He just knows where she's staying. Well, we learned one thing. Sorry to interrupt. We learned one thing from this scene about dogs. There's two things that dogs can detect easily. That's Terminators and sharks.
0: Which makes you have
1: a lot of respect for dogs, honestly. Absolutely. Like, I thought about getting one after I watched this movie again. I thought about getting one just in case. You know, even though I'm in Colorado... I still might have to fight a terminator, but you never know about sharks. I guess so. You know, I, I just if a dog, if I take my dog to every time I go to the water and it barks, I know to stay out of the water. Uh, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, that, you know,
0: just always have a dog with you just in case.
1: Just for sharks and terminators, and you know whatever else happens. Maybe later on in life, we'll learn that they can protect us from other things or sense other things. But you know, probably predators. Maybe predators, I uh, mean, but then again, predators have their own dogs. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I'm not real sure. how. I don't know how that would play out, but I know that if a dog barks at a human, it's probably a Terminator. And if a dog barks at the water, there's a shark there.
0: Yeah. So at this point, it's nighttime, and Ben goes to Cat's
1: hotel room. He met her one time. He just knows where she's staying. Knows exactly where she's staying. Knocks yeah. on the door, ready to roll in. They immediately yeah. want to fuck. She thinks yeah, dude, he's there he the opens way. the door like
0: she's ready to go, like right. she's leaning against the thing. I thought she was wearing like an evening gown at first, but it was just a tank top. It was a tank and, top and blue jeans. But yeah. man, was she stabbable? <laughs> she was ready, dude. And he is mad as fuck. He's like, you know, I told you, <laughs> yeah, uh, dear, I told yes. you, you like these things aren't dangerous. Some dude got his arm ripped off. And she's like, well, I kind of lied to you. You know, uh, I'm not a marine biologist. I'm actually a paleontologist.
1: He sees her card. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Was she a she's... paleontologist or a cryptozoologist? I don't remember. No, it a paleontologist. Paleontologist. Sure. Paleontologist so... doesn't study sharks, which is weird. I don't think, do they? Well, it's a really dinosaur know. shark, so that's why she studies. Oh, so she studies, like, prehistoric. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah,
0: he finds the card and he gets pissed off. And he's like, he lied to me like he freaks out. And she tells him what a Megalodon is and what's going on. And he's like, well, I got to kill this thing because it's like killing everybody on the
1: beach. Yeah, she says, she looks at him and she goes, uh, finding this is like finding a T-Rex in the street. She, no, goes, she goes. I don't see that being a good thing. She goes, <laughs> find it. She goes, she's basically like, "Do you know
0: how cool this is? Finding this is like finding a T-Rex in your backyard. Yeah, that's what it would Like, be. that would
1: be awesome. Like, it'd be amazing. Like, oh, shit, a T-Rex. And he gets pissed, and he goes, I don't see that as being a good thing. Yeah. And he's probably right. To be honest, if there's a T-Rex in your backyard, that would suck ass. I mean, yeah, it would be cool. Greatest, make- it's not
0: I'm, the greatest I'm, thing ever, it's probably. It's not the best thing. I mean, I mean you ever say it happened so? in Jurassic Park 3? Jurassic
1: Park 2. No, in 3, where, where they bring him back to L.A., no, nah, two is where they brought it to LA. Three is where the kid drinks we don't uh, three man, doesn't exist, right. yeah. Three is that three is where yeah, the, they go to get the kid. Yeah. Three right. doesn't exist because they get the kid. Two is King Kong in LA.
0: Man, in San I just fucked up. maybe.
1: I've been drinking so much I just fucked up Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's all right. But either way it eats the dog. Like that's what that's like. Like you look in your backyard, there's a T Rex. Your chances of getting eaten alive go from zero to whatever number it is at that point. It was at zero getting eaten alive in your backyard and then it went to it It changed drastically.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so you know, Vid is straight up. He doesn't see that as being a good thing,
0: which is fake. Nah, he, he's like super pissed off. He storms out. So the next morning she, she goes to his boat and she's like, listen, I have this thing tracked. Let's work together. You know, like you can keep an eye on it while I, you know, like, monitor it. Like, I can do my research and you can keep an eye on it and make sure we're safe. And yeah, so, and
1: well, he's the, par- the partner agrees. He does, but he makes a joke and he agrees and he says, lo siento. Um, just so you know, that means I'm sorry.
0: Boom. Dude. Listen to Jamie with the Spanish. <laughs> so, he goes out on her boat. Ben goes out on her boat with the two camera guys. They figure out where the shark's going and Ben just immediately is like, holy shit. Like, they're like, the shark's do east. He goes, holy shit, that's a resort.
1: Yeah, well, they're like, man, this shark is fast. And all right, so being a nautical expert as I am, I need to explain (laughs) something to you. (laughs) They're traveling at 20 knots. This shark is swimming at 20 knots. The average shark swims 1.5 miles per hour. Like, i <laughs> like the average speed. A knot, an actual knot compared to a mile is 1.15. <laughs> so, this shark, he's swimming close to 25 miles an hour. <laughs> headed to the beach. Just 25 miles an hour, hauling ass, headed to the beach. Which, by the way, they're not that far from the beach. No, but it's going 25 miles an hour. And they... They chase this shark forever,
0: and he radios into the lifeguard, and it's like, hey, a shark's headed that way. Get everyone out of the water. There's like a million people in the water. Millions. And the lifeguard blows his whistle. It's like, hey, everyone get out of the water. It takes so long for these people to get out of the water. I mean, they're falling
1: over each other. Some people are just jumping up and down in the water, screaming, just jumping up and down.
0: Yeah, this is the coronavirus hysteria before the coronavirus hysteria. Like, yeah, people are just freaking out. They can't get out of the water. They're grabbing
1: toilet off. paper. This thing is like so dramatic. This scene, like, it's so long. <laughs> and, yeah. and not only the guy that is supposed to, the guy that runs to the beach and blows the whistle. They show three different scenes. I think his name was Justin. And they bl- bl- he blows the whistle three different times in three different scenes, but he still hasn't made it to the water. But every <laughs> scene is the exact same, and he's the- just as close to the water. I mean, it takes so long. And Ben gets a gun out, like a revolver, and just starts shooting into the water. Just shooting into the water, just fucking point blank range, just fucking hop, just emptying clips.
0: Yeah, and uh, this pisses Cat off, so she turns the boat.
1: And when she turns the boat, it makes a shark turn course, basically. Yeah. So, and mind you, this isn't like two feet of water. No. And the shark shark was was
0: headed towards these two little girls on like a
1: float. Like they, they weren't getting out of the water at all. No, they were just sitting there. That shark was going to eat girls. It was going to eat two little girls and she cut it off. But instead of going under the boat in the 30 to 40 foot of water, the shark was like, well, I I shall not pass. Like, Gandalf was standing there with his staff, and the shark just turned around and started heading back into the ocean. Yeah,
0: and then so at this point, they're like, all right, we're good. But then Ben notices that the shark is headed towards another boat, and this other boat is doing it's called windsurfing, right? Parasailing. Parasailing? Yeah. Yeah, so the boat has this chick up parasailing, and these guys are hammered.
1: Dude, they are pounding <laughs> beer. There are so many beer cans. There's thirty Corona cans. Like, I mean, they're just hammered. I mean, it's this, basically Jose Fernandez's right boat. It's Jose Fernandez's boat. <laughs> <laughs> <And>
0: too soon. <laughs> this chick? No, it's years. Uh, this chick is having the time of her life she's just like hell yeah look at me great first time she's ever done it millo yeah. and first time like she's probably true. how far up in the air do you think she is i mean she's gotta be 150
1: feet in the air
0: yeah it's and crazy she, how
1: everybody just speaks english in mexico
0: yeah <laughs> she's 150 feet in the air she looks down and
1: sees the shark starts freaking out screaming yeah. and they they can't hear it because they're annihilated
0: Yeah, and Ben is like waving at the guys, like, "Hey guys, there's a shark coming." They're hammered. They're just waving back. They're like, "Hola." Yeah, which means they're not even. Yeah, they're not even worried about it. And the shark rams into the boat. One of the guys uh, falls out, Uh, and then the other guy like gets knocked out. Shark eats the guy that falls out of me. Yeah, shark instantly eats him. Um, the shark. This is one of the coolest things in the movie, by the way. The shark yeah. bites, <laughs> bites the parasailing rope, holds it in its teeth, and starts dragging the lady who is
1: parasailing. Which just has to be for the first time ever parasailing. This is the, the this is the worst thing that could happen. There's not a single <laughs> like, other than get hit, other than get hit in the face with an airplane. This is the worst thing that could happen.
0: What are the odds that a shark is gonna? Take the rope in its mouth and drag you itself.
1: Drag you out to sea,
0: which is which also it's able to keep you up in the air. It's going so fast. It's going so
1: fast. I mean, it's going at twenty-five <laughs> miles an hour. So, oh, I saw going that going shark
0: on. grab that rope and just start going. And Ben immediately was like, "It's taking her out." Like he knew what was going on. It's taking
1: her out to sea. Like right. it knows. It thinks like the shark is.
0: Yeah, so finally the shark slows down and she starts to fall into the water. She is dive,
1: it dives down and drags her down.
0: Yeah, so she gets down in the water. She's right next to the boat and Cat cannot grab her. Like the easiest thing of all time to pull her up in the boat and Cat drops her like four times. Well,
1: first of all, why did they stop to get that other guy out of the boat when the shark was dra- dragging her off the sea? They slowed the boat down and got the knocked out drunk guy onto the boat, and then hauled ass after that shark. Why would they not leave oh, yeah. that guy there? Ben was like, "Hold on, we this guy needs medical help." And then, so Which if I was on
0: the boat, I'd be like hold on. There's a shark
1: pulling a parasailing rope. Yeah, we should go after the girl that's in midair. That's the <laughs> shark has the rope. And not the guy that's on the boat, correct? Do you think that was the right call? or (laughs) So, Ben kind of biffs it here. Do you agree? Yeah,
0: that was a bad call because, I mean, guys get knocked out all the time. How often do you see a
1: shark pulling a lady parasailing? Yeah, so you need to go get her. Like, your goal is to, like, drive the boat to where she lands on the boat somehow.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was an incredible scene. And cat fucked up. I mean, the fact that she couldn't drag her up into that boat was embarrassing.
1: It was fucking embarrassing. Like to me, to be a paleontologist, cat, she lost a couple bit. Like she was kind of a pussy.
0: Yeah, she really fucked up, and she immediately was upset about it. Like so, Ben and his boss are yelling at each other, but then uh, Ben is just pouring cat Jack Daniels. She's crying, like 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 water running off of her cheeks, crying. And she's just like, I killed this girl, which, I mean, basically she did. Yeah. I mean,
1: but then Ben just goes, it's okay. Yeah, he's still trying to get, get in her pants, so he's, like, consoling her. He knows good and damn well he he killed that girl, not Kat. Kat had an embarrassing show, but had Ben went after the girl instead of leaving – instead of the knocked out guy on the boat who's not in danger anymore because the shark's way the fuck away dragging a parasailer out to the middle of the ocean which you know that it doesn't happen that much you know that's Um, actually a really good point I didn't think about it's really
0: more of Ben's fault because he he should have just immediately gone after the he should have gone after
1: her she stands no chance the knocked out guy on the boat is whatever yeah um, so yeah, so she's like really like traumatized by
0: this cat. Is like she's got the girl's necklace and like she doesn't let go of this necklace basically the rest of the movie, yeah. And uh, really traumatized about it. they're trying to figure out like why the sharks are attracted to the cable because like it just
1: it basically just follows the cable line, all it does is follow the cable line. And then we have you know, when we need to know something, here comes Chuck. Yeah, which
0: this scene was incredible to me because we go to Chuck's house,
1: and Chuck's house is what I want my apartment to look like. He had, no wait, no wait. We got a Chuck comes up and says he comes in and says that AT and T had trouble with their cables underwater, and they tried to do it. Remember? Yeah. And he goes, and they show the path of the cable, and he goes, well, when that cable goes live. And then Jack looks at him, he goes, there'll be megalodons everywhere. Like there were thousands of megalodons. <laughs> like they knew there were thousands. He looks at each they look at each other and they go, when this cable goes live, there will be me- megalodons everywhere. Like, the yeah. ocean,
0: like you can't get in the ocean anymore. Yeah, because Ben tells him, he's like, you know, I found this tooth in the cable.
1: And he's like, you know, AT&T had the same problem. Yeah, AT&T. And Chuck knows about AT&T because all he does is research. Yeah, but what's incredible
0: while this conversation going on is the outline of Chuck's apartment, which is on his wall is a huge like Na- United States Navy banner. He's got medals everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, he's got the most medals you've ever seen. I mean, I don't know what he did in the Navy SEALs, but he's got every medal ever. He he's got a like huge
1: poster of George Bush and Dick Cheney. Yeah, they're pictures. So it's Bush. If you look at it, there's a giant picture of W, a giant picture of Cheney, W on the left, Cheney on the right, and a giant American flag in the middle. <laughs> like this is his house. and it's then not it's, like a, it, it, His house looks like a, an office in the Navy. Yeah, in his research room with probably 25 three ring binders full of some sort of files.
0: Yeah, Chuck's like, you know, I can, I can, let me, you know, figure this out. I'll figure out what's going on. And she's like, "How do you gonna do that?" He's like, "I can hack into anything." Like, so yeah. this dude's just a master hacker too. I don't know why he's Not working. Not
1: only for Apex, he's a, he's a master submariner. He's a Navy <laughs> SEAL. He's a master hacker, and he's just he just is working for Apex. I don't really know what he does. At the same time. Ben and or Dan, what Ben and Cat uh, are praying as they want to kill <laughs> each They scene, go to this church and pray. They start lighting <laughs> candles. Like that scene fuck blew me out. away. They're walking
0: down the street <laughs> and they just see a church. And Ben goes, huh? "We need all the help we can get." And then yeah. there's this slow music playing and they're lighting candles in this church. And this scene is wow. just out of nowhere. Like <laughs> while so- Chuck's
1: had, Chuck's doing real work that's going to help him out.
0: Yeah. Uh, And they're just lighting candles and praying. It is the most random scene of all time.
1: (laughs) Uh, but. But, But Chuck learns at the same time that the power cable was leaking and that there had been multiple accidents and that his friend Pedro or Rodrigo, I can't remember his friend's name, do you remember that the guy that got eaten at the first of the movie, what his name was? No, but yeah, the the, the scene at the beginning, that guy who
0: got ate is actually one of Chuck's friends. And you know what you don't do is you don't murder Chuck's friends. Hell no, dude. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. When Chuck was hacking these files, it was hilarious.
1: And he flipped out. He just, he lost it. Well, he so goes,
0: he's, he's on his computer and he goes, huh, what's the password? And he just types in search media files or like and maintenance he, or something. Yeah, all he does is search. He doesn't even put a password in. And That's how stuff- good his hacking equipment is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he finds all these old documents about power bleed throughs and all this stuff. So he storms into that dude's
1: office. Ruiz is off. Or no, no the boss. Uh, yeah, the Apex boss. Apex boss. We don't know his name. The worst voice of all time. Yeah, Chuck and is and he yells bull fucking shit. <laughs> He's wearing a jean jacket, a black shirt, and blue jeans, and just walks in during a meeting and starts flipping the fuck out.
0: Yeah, cursing. This guy's like in a meeting, too.
1: Yeah, everybody's wearing suits. He goes, Seven men dead, and you knew it. My friend just flips out. Oh, it's unbelievable. They kick him
0: out. All right, guys, you just enjoyed part one of what will now be a two part. episode for shark attack three megalodon some movies are just so great it takes us way longer to describe everything to you so shark attack three is one of those movies um join us next week we still have a lot to cover um the final boss scene the greatest line in cinema uh all kinds of amazing things um i mean it's so much left um so much more alcohol was consumed and uh, hopefully this part two makes sense but i hope you enjoyed it uh, as always um, find us on instagram on twitter uh, tell your friends about the show we're available on itunes spotify google podcast anywhere you can get a podcast really we hope you enjoy the show um see you guys next week